The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. And I had a lot of success with like, you know, commercials. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. So I was doing a bunch of commercials, but the problem was my voice. I can't imitate an American properly. Can you try it really quick? Do your best version. I'm just so curious. Hello. Welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. My name is Sky John and wow. I'm here today. Um, you sound Australian. so feminine. <laughs> <laughs> shit they don't tell you. Thanks for listening. We are a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox happens to be the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. Did, 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 did you know that? I did. I don't know if they did. But if you didn't know, you can find all your favorite podcasts here. You can also listen to shit they don't tell you wherever you get your podcasts. But we hope that you'll give CastBox a shot because we happen to think it's the best. No, we know it's the best. It is the best. How do we know? Because they told us to say that. That's exactly right. <laughs> but also, I really like it. Me too. But really. Hey, I'm winking back. No, I'm not winking. <laughs> I'm not winking. I really like it. Why didn't anyone tell me? Hello, welcome to the Don't Tell You podcast. My name is Steve Green. And I'm Nikki Limo. And we are joined today by a very, very special guest, man who needs no introduction, very, so we will well, not be introducing him. No, he needs an introduction. <laughs> no, he Let's needs give, no introduction. Oh, we're not going to introduce him. He doesn't him. need it. We talked about but this But we're going to gift it. We're going to gift an introduction. 
He okay. doesn't need it. All right. But he, this is Sky John, professional YouTuber, Facebooker. <laughs> that yeah. was a self-titled Facebooker. The, the world's first Facebooker. The it's, world's it's, first Facebooker. True, true Facebooker, yes. Master bartender. <laughs> I, I wish. Number one bartending channel on YouTube and Facebook. Easily. Is that, could I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... I was actually a tipsy bartender girl, not to brag, but, but you did. in I was a tipsy boy for a little while too. Before he was cool, before he was cool, he had sixty thousand subscribers on YouTube. Now, what do you have? Like a two, couple uh, two but, million? No, but couple million? three and a half. But the, then you transfer to Facebook. Yeah, but the subscriber count don't matter. You know that. It really how much views it you does get. To people that don't are tell listening. the brands that when they're listening. <laughs> don't tell them oh that. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, uh, today, I thought that you'd be a great guest for talking about knowing when to change direction or knowing when to make adjustments because I feel like you've made a lot of changes even in the brief time that I've known you. Yeah, a lot um, of mercy. Yeah. But not a lot of people know that you were one of the first man on the street YouTubers out there. You yeah. were doing like man on the street interview stuff like back I've, when nobody I've, was doing I've, it. I beat um, Kassam. Yeah. yeah. I was on the beach before Kassam. You, you were, beat Jay and, Leno wait, too, right? And were you interviewing porn, porn stars before Kassam? But you got yeah. like blocked for it? <laughs> no, no, okay. Okay. So where, where you want me to start this story? How it kind of like. Oh, yeah. I would like to start from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. You All came right. from the Bahamas. Okay. This is because so. you're just a master story here. Okay. So. I can't, okay, in the Bahamas, I had a choice to become mm -hmm. a fisherman or to leave and get into stand up comedy and all that sort of stuff, right? Okay. And so Two I was. Very different paths. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I chose the, the fisherman paths. Oh, you did? Yeah, that was the goal. So, wow. I would, so, so every weekend I would work with, during the week I would work in a bank, I was a bank teller. Okay. Okay. So I work in the bank during the week, deliver pizzas at night. A man uh, of so many hats. And on the weekends, uh, on sorry, on the weekends, I would work in a fishing boat, right? Uh -huh. And so it was a small boat, the three of us. The guy who was the who was the captain of a boat, I mean, he he um couldn't read, okay? But and when it came to fishing, easily the best in Master. the world. Yeah, because he could jump in a boat right now, go out and make a thousand dollars in an but hour. But if you can't two. read, that means he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's different. Like he, he can't read, but when it comes to the ocean, there, yeah. I mean, there's no genius who can match him. No, he, that's the stigma. He had like a yeah, built-in yeah. GPS. Like we could drop something overboard and go back the next day and yeah. find it with no land in sight. That's and, insane. That's amazing. Okay, so, so he's genius at fishing. Yeah. So I was supposed to work with him, right? But um, and he was supposed to buy this bigger boat so he could take trips and make more money. But. It, making money for him was so easy that he was just comfortable where he was. So mm. he wasn't willing to like go out. Even though he said he would, he wasn't willing to go out and do the boat, get the bigger boat so he could take it more serious. And, you know, I could really come in like on a full-time basis. So I couldn't leave my career to him. So the next thing was like, okay, I might as well go to America and pursue this stand-up thing. Because I was dabbling at the comedy clubs in the Bahamas. So yeah. I moved here as an international student. And I started doing like all the open mic nights around town, okay? In LA? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you know, okay. comedy store everywhere. So you came straight to LA. You didn't came even try New York, even though that was kind of close. Zero. Straight <laughs> here. <laughs> the belly room, the pig and whistle, all that, yeah. the whole circuit. Straight, straight here. And so um, started doing that. Had some success, right? But I, I didn't really like stand up comedy. So I figure. Because I was only using that as a step to get into acting. Is it because no one was right. laughing at you? No, I had... I had, I had <laughs> yeah, did people not like your stand-up comedy? No, I had, I had good nights. I didn't really like but, it. <laughs> but the thing with comedy is you have to figure out who you are. So I was yeah. still in the phase of figuring out exactly what kind of comedian I am. Because I can go tonight and tell these kinds of jokes and right. be this kind of comedian. So I was all over the board. 
So I finally said, you know, I don't, um, you know, the stand comedy for me is is hard because you have a good night, but when you have a bad night, that bad night lasts until yeah. you have another good night. Uh huh. It so, lingers. Yeah. So, and I'm talking like upset stomach can't eat. Hate like, yourself. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so, I don't want to do that. So I got into the acting thing, and I had a lot of success with like you know commercials. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. So I was doing a bunch of commercials, but the problem was my voice. I can't imitate. An American properly. Can you try it really quick? <laughs> yeah, what I mean, <laughs> you have to, okay. Do your best. Do your best version. I'm just so curious. Um, like, like really what you want try. To say? Like if you need a breath, like say. Um, like, hello, my name is. Oh, Sky welcome to John. Sh- yeah. Okay. Welcome to shit they don't tell you. I'm Sky John. Hello, welcome to shit they don't tell you. My name is Sky John, and wow. I'm here today. Um, you sound Australian. so effeminate. <laughs> Like the most effeminate American. Yeah, keep the Bahama thing. Yeah. So, so, so I ended up taking speech classes. Okay? okay. And so I'm a grown man sitting down in a, in a room with a tutor reading Jack and Jill books. And the cat came over. It's, it's, oh, it's, man. Why do they over. do that? Because it's it's Well, because it's, it's basic. Words. It's like, yeah. Like, like water. Like, hold on. Say water. Water. Okay. I'd say water. You see? Water. Oh, so, water. So, so I have to go water, October, Water is a really hard word. Yeah, October is hard. How about ruler? Ruler. <laughs> I had to do physical therapy many years ago, and they treated you like a kid there, too. Yeah. And it, so it, like, they're like, can you put the red shape into the red <laughs> shape box? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not an What the fuck, dude? I'm not an idiot. Like, my, my injury is to my hand. It's not to my brain, dude. Yeah. So, so so that was that was that was a big issue for me. And got, you you just couldn't. I didn't. I didn't or you like, just didn't like the time that I, I didn't. Was. No, I didn't. I didn't like it. So I re, I mean, because some people, some actors are amazing. Take take um Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also um the dude who plays Batman. What's his name? Gary Oldman. I was gonna oh, say Christian Bale. Played Batman. <laughs> no, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Guy from the other guy from Batman. Okay. Gary oh, Oldman. Ben Affleck. No, Gary Oldman. No, Gary Oldman. Oldman. <laughs> he was he was the captain of Bleed. Okay. Okay. But those are two actors. Who could be from anywhere at any time? Mm-hmm. Pretty convincingly. True. Russell Crowe can't do it. Arnold Schwarzenegger can't do it. You see, what I'm so not everyone can do it. It's not yeah. just Fuck Russell Crowe. Not just the acting ability. Like you have to, you have to be able to hear these sounds. And I yeah. know, I, I know, I, I could never do it to that level. I'll always sound different. I see. And so that kind of prohibited me from taking the next step into more theatrical stuff because mm-hmm. I go to auditions and the cast. The minute I had a casting director go, casting director go, where are you from? I knew that was it. I was mm. done, you know. So I played like Caribbean guy, African guy. Right. Yeah, you that know makes what I mean? Sense. But you're not gonna be like the exclusively. Caribbean, yeah. Yeah. You don't gonna, do Caribbean yeah. guy the movie. Yeah. Would you say that you were passionate about acting though, or was it just kind of you were trying to figure out your path? No, I was. I was really serious about it. You okay. know, like like the wind, like Christmas time and stuff. I wouldn't go home. I'd just stay here just to make sure I did not miss an audition. I see. And then I came up with an idea. I was like, okay, you know, at the time. It was hot. So Howard Stern was like number one in radio. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Reilly was number one on TV. You're really dating yourself, but yes. No, yeah. no, no. no but Bill, Bill O'Reilly had been yeah. number one for years. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff yeah. left TV the other day. He <laughs> right. left was True. number one. I True. don't know if y'all know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So, so what I said was, okay, what we could do is combine these two personalities into one and create a talk show, right? So I created this thing called the Sky John Show. And what year was this? This would have been like 2008. Yeah, okay, early, right? So, early, early YouTube. So, so I'm I'm combining these two personalities. So, what you have is a guy, opinionated like Bill O'Reilly, but covering some of the topics that Howard Stern would cover. Okay, and everything I'm saying is to elicit a reaction from you because I know some of it you can find offensive or mm-hmm. be like this dude. But once you comment, and I have you, 
Sounds like someone I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I've heard of this method. Yeah. So, so we we um we came up with you know like a like a pilot episode, but I mean put up some money, came shot this pilot, BS pilot. You know, everyone's like everyone does to, a pilot. You got it. You got to do a pilot. Okay, but like, who do we show it to now? There's no right. one to show it to. So you put it on Vimeo. No, we put <laughs> it on. So we put it on YouTube, right? Okay. And so it kind of got some traction. Well, you were smart. And yeah. I'm like, okay, wow, there's there's an audience for this. So I started wearing. I figured, okay, if you can, if you can ask, you know, um, like risque questions or controversial stuff that could elicit reaction, like you can go on the street and get slapped or punched. Mm-hmm. One way to avoid that happening is to dress differently. So wear a tie, okay? So I put on all black with a necktie. So I'm a really well dressed guy mm-hmm. on the street asking you, like, really personal stuff that might find offensive, but the way I'm presenting myself is like, okay. You look really nice, so people are confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was able to get away. So it really began developing this following. Now, the problem, now, and I think we had the potential to be one of the biggest channels on YouTube at that time. Yeah. But again, YouTube's new, so they want a family-oriented, you know, they want family-oriented content, mm. so they're not cool with Nothing's this. Nothing's changed. Yeah. You know, so, because I'm, I'm going to Germany. One of my biggest videos was Germany. I'm walking down the street in Germany, and I see a prostitute, because prostitution's legal in Germany. Mm. And so I, I asked her, I'm like, hey, um, can I interview you? And she's like, okay, thinking I'm joking. So I dash back to the hotel, grab my black, you know, put on the black and come out on the streets and we talk. But my Who's only, filming it? I, I put it on a tripod. I'm a oh, solo show. okay, all right. Wow. And so I set that up and we talked, you know, and but it's not like a judge, like, why are you out here? You're so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my thing is, treat it like a regular job. So, you know, yeah. like, how late you You treat work. her like a person? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, wow. You know? That's an interesting strategy. So, yeah. I wouldn't have done that personally. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's a human being? Yeah, like, just, just, just a nine to five, you know? I yeah. mean, treating it like that, like, how much, and, but I mean, some of it was like, how much money do you make a night? Do you kiss your customers yeah. and stuff like that? Well, it's interesting because it's so taboo to talk about, especially in America. Right. But people treat sex workers like they're some like not human beings, right? And it's crazy to me that they that they do that. So I like that. So yeah, so so we did that, and that went on to like score like twelve million hits, you know? Yeah, like really fast. So I have a model now to work with, but now it's when YouTube started like whoa. Okay, because this could get out of hand. If you drop in videos that get in that kind of views, you can be in trouble. You know, I mean, that's not what they want to. That's not what they want to be their face. I also remember. What sort of pressure were you feeling from them? They would just send me messages like, "Hey, you know, this video is this, and we're gonna delete your channel." They were threatening to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. You know? And this was before Google took over, right? Ah, uh, Google was probably it already owned it, I think. But this was this was like it's like 2010, I think, is when Google took over. Yeah. So this is this would probably be before that. Okay. Okay. So I mean, I'm I'm catching. Then they were trying to sell it to Google, so that's uh, why they wanted to yeah, clean it up. I'm, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting some flack, right? And then I remember I also interviewed um, Montana Fishburne. It's Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. You remember she oh. ended up doing porn? Oh, right. And so everybody on planet Earth wanted to interview her. Mm. And I saw someone on Twitter that I was like, maybe I could reach out to this girl. And I shot a message off. She had one of her people respond, and she did an interview with me on the street. That's awesome. And so this one of the first interviews with her. So after I do that, I got Dr. Phil's people calling me trying to find her. You know what I mean? Like, this oh, is right. crazy. And I'm like a YouTuber bartender <laughs> yeah. at night with no money. And I got all these big people calling me trying to get her, you know? Um, she ended up pissed at me after that because I did a couple. I, I, I interviewed someone else and she came up and I was like, dude, she didn't need to do that. That's crazy. You know, do the porn thing. Yeah. 
And so I, I think that rubbed it oh, a Oh, because you way. judged her or whatever? I didn't really judge her. I mean, yeah, in a well, way. Well, it sounds like it. Not when I interviewed her. But, right. but, 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 but after when you were commenting. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I mean? I, I, I should have just avoided that interview. So if you're listening, Montana, my apologies for that one, you know? Yeah. That's nice. So, right. So, I, so, you know, but like I said, I was under a lot of fire. Yeah. So I was already a bartender. So I said, let me drop a couple bartending videos on the channel just to see what happens. And so, because Epic Mealtime was beginning at this, oh, this point. Yeah, this is right. right around the time they're starting up. So you wanted to be Epic Bar Time. Not, not really, because I wasn't <laughs> going to do like crazy stuff like well, that. You, but you did like crazy drinks. Yeah, I did some. Yeah. So so I... So just, afraid of the backlash you were getting for your videos. Yeah, you were I like, I need to coming. do something and, else. And I did something stupid at that time, too, because I started Sky John too. Because mm. remember now, if they delete this one, I need somewhere else to go. Yeah. However, when you start, start a second channel, you need two sets of content, you see? Yeah. So the videos on both of these were pretty similar. And it's like, I the see. audience is like, where do we go? So eventually, I end up killing my own channel and doing that. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, you know? Was that scary? Yeah, because I mean, like, I'm getting messages all the time saying, hey, we can delete your channel. Sorry. And so I, um, I start the second channel. And now I realize, holy crap, how do I maintain both yeah. of these when the content's similar to begin with? So, the, I mean, the other one's in danger of getting shut down, too. If you, Yeah, but, but I figure, like, if they go at number one, then I could slide to number two for a yeah. little while, maybe create number three, you know? And <laughs> then eventually they, they kind of left me alone for a bit, but, but I'd already shot myself in the leg having these two channels right. that were almost identical. Yeah. And so I, I started testing the bartending thing. And then a friend of mine, Monroe, I haven't talked to in a long time, she was like, um, you should probably just start a straight bartending channel. So I come up with Tipsy Bartender, which is a dumb name for an alcohol channel. Oh, for brands, for brands. in the long one. Oh but you didn't yeah. know. No, because Tipsy, you're already done. They do not want yeah. work with you. Yeah. You can't be buzz bartender, drunk bartender, right, tipsy right. bartender. Yeah. Anything that tells you what the alcohol, the effects of alcohol. Yeah. Which is, is absurd. Bad. That's what alcohol does. It's yeah. so ridiculous. Matter of fact, like, Holy shit. for a little bit, I was represented by, you know, an, an, one of the big agencies. Mm -hmm. And he was, the, one of the agents was like, dude, you, you need to change this channel's name, you know? But you, you can't go back because. No. Because now it's built an audience, yeah. and you already Alcohol shot yourself. Alcohol should all be labeled. It should be like it should be called Bud Bud Light, and then it should like have an underlabel <laughs> that says "Gets you there," yeah. or like you know, "Gets you faded," "Gets you where you're going," or like subtitle. this one's like is like, "Oh, you'll feel it in the morning." Like yeah. they should. I mean, give me a break. This shit is so ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, I start Tipsy Bartender, mm -hmm. and the first episode was me and a girl, and then some of the sub subsequent ones I did by myself, and then I was like, "Well, let me incorporate just some of the elements of the." The Sky John show. And so I started making drinks with girls. Okay. And so, you know, like we'd, 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 have, we'd, have, we'd have fun. Yeah, it, those were actually really fun times. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like I was hitting on the girls no, or anything. No, no, I like never that. felt yeah, like, like you were hitting yeah. on me. Never creepy yeah. at all. Yeah. So, yeah. so, it, was, so it, was, it was always cool. But then, like, that kind of content is like too, I guess, risque, too many women involved. This guy is sexist. He's misogynistic. You see what I'm saying? Oh, well. I mean, the jokes are that yeah. way, but I felt like that was the that was like the tone of the channel, yeah, you know, yeah, like we like were, Howard Stern you were talking about, you know, where it was like it, it wasn't like you were uh -huh. hateful towards women or anything. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. I feel like I did a lot, just as many dick jokes as you did female jokes. Yeah. You know, it wasn't 
It never felt like I was being put down. Yeah, but, but I don't. But I, I get it. Yeah, I in think these, about the girls because I've been like, yeah. hey, boy, that's right. You need to be born. You know, oh, right, right, right. But, but always. But it felt more drill sergeant. Yeah, but it, it was supposed to be funny like this. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if, you know, I could have done it myself, but I was just saying, like, right. we're, we're having fun. <laughs> and so that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and brought me a lot of heat as well. So, you know, in early 2017. People suck. Yeah, in early God. 2017, I was like, you know what? Let's try without the girls and do it. The audience was pissed, you know. But yeah, but I, I was pissed. I remember. <laughs> I felt betrayed. <laughs> but it, it just it just made sense to to do that because, I mean, I I wanted to like work with one of the big alcohol brands, like one of the big alcohol distributors. I was like, you know, in the early days, I was like, maybe this big alcohol distributor could buy us, and we just feature the alcohol all the time. Go to there you know, their distilleries and this, and just make it all about this big brand because they had access to all these different, you know, alcohol brands. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember one night bartending, someone who used to work at this big distributor came in and I showed him one of the videos and he's like, dude, this is fun as shit, but there's no way they would work with you because this is too wild for them. Mm. Then I remember like- Just having a girl next to you while you make a drink? And just saying a couple, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean- I can't believe how straight lace these guys are. They didn't didn't like that. Then- um. A a few years later, I had an opportunity to, you know, do a a, a brand deal with, you know, a liquor company, one of them that you've worked with before. Mm -hmm. Okay, I call their names. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the girls who worked there, she just, you know, she was like really passionate about trying to do something with me because they realized we, you know, Tipsy Bartender has this huge audience Mm -hmm. and it'll be fine. And do it like in the 11th hour, someone from one inside companies come in and was like, ah. No, you shouldn't work with him. You know what I mean? His stuff's too controversial. Do you ever think about changing your name to like TB Sky John or something? You know, like where because people like KFC, how they changed it to to take out the fried. Yeah, but then I mean, there's no going back. And the whole thing with doing that is, you know, for a long time, a lot of stuff I've done is to try to make it work with brands, and that's the wrong way to go. And my my opinion is, you know, this the audience that. I've been working with, and yeah. that's who loyal to me. They mm-hmm. know me. Yeah. You know, brands don't know me. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that I, I, I just, that I have going on is like, um, tipsy bartender is not mixology. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mixology, you guys go out now and you have this, the drinks, the mm-hmm. basil infused. Mm-hmm. The bitters. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? No, tipsy's uh, like, the put, egg put as many gummy bears yeah, in this yeah, as yeah. you can. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we follow that. Like, our drinks aren't balanced. And, no, you know they're what I mean? Like, yeah, they're fun. Like, yeah. You, like, you have one and you go, wow, there's a lot of sugar. Let me drink yeah. this one yeah. and I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and that's, that's what we do. But I feel like they're more for, like, a party. Like, it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. a fun, like, you take pictures with it. Yeah. And so you, it feels like, like sh- shit I could actually do at home right. and not the mixology right. shit. Right. Like, right. I don't know where to get a sprig of fucking whatever it is. Rosemary. I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. Okay, so that, but that's one of the reasons why we develop such a huge audience, right? But there are people in mixology that are hell bent on taking me the fuck out. But that's why you got to go to extre- extremes. What? You know? Like what? Tell me. Do like just the craziest shit. Like they send you the wrong ingredients? No, no, no. no. I mean, just like <sighs> like we got them this like, time. Like hire a PR person to like sl- no, just to slam just you. Like defamation. I mean, like just all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. I cannot go to. I've been to one one convention for liquor, and we're the biggest in liquor in the world in terms of online stuff yeah and i'd never attend another one because it just it just you know i mean you're not gonna have any allies in that room it's just gonna be wow. bad wow you know one day i could tell the full story you know right. but I mean, like it's just crazy stuff like that so um defamation so so um you know we 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 um 
you know, we started making this, we started, like I said, we, we moved girls, focus on the glass, mm-hmm. you know, drinks in the glass. And that's kind of like what we've been posting mostly to Facebook, you know. Right. But even that has a shelf life. So I have to always think of like what comes yes. next. And, and that's where we are. I, do you ever feel like people like miss the personality, though? Yeah, they, they, they you know, because you can't well, just from to help the audience up. if they don't know, um, like what you're talking about. What he what he does now? Okay, right now the it, I mean you started reincorporating the uh, girls back in once in a while, um, but like it it shifted towards the drinks and narration over drinks, right? Uh. Um, and you still have a little bit of your personality in there, but I feel like when you were really like growing yeah, it, it yeah. was it was more about like having a good time and like the the relationship between you and whoever you were co-hosting with. Yeah, I mean that that was that was fun, but I mean. Um Times have changed, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so much, there's such a different world we're living in now. Like a lot of the old content doesn't work that right. way any anymore. And I, I do miss I'm, I do miss doing that You sometimes. don't think it's still personality driven heavily? Yeah, to an extent, but you gotta understand something. Okay, so here's one of the things with Tipsy Bartender. I jump on first Facebook, probably first out of almost anybody in YouTube, because I think we have the largest Facebook audience out of YouTubers because we're 21 million. Yeah. Just to give you an idea. And wow. that's a really hard number that's to build huge. now. That's yeah. crazy, man. So what I was doing was I would put up short clips of a YouTube video on Facebook and redirect traffic. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my views on YouTube was coming from Facebook. I see. Facebook wasn't paying. Mm-hmm. So my audience, I mean, it was um, it was a lot of Facebook people in there. And that, w- that was cool. But I find that more focus on the drink works on better on Facebook. Right. Because so, people just people don't even listen to the sound most of the right. time. No they just, just they like just to watch. Go in. Yeah. When I'm scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, um, I just like watch the food yeah. like being made. But I feel like on YouTube yeah, specifically it's more personality yeah. involved. And people like to feel like they know you like they're your friend. Right. With with Facebook I mean like on the page, there's some people who know me and a lot who don't. They just like this black dude making drinks. <laughs> yeah. Whereas YouTube, they would know my name and so it's so it's a, it's a different audience. But I've put more effort into Facebook because that's just where the action was for me with mm-hmm. the kind of content we were doing. Because we're like the tasty of drinks. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I I follow I copy some of the stuff from Tasty. I'm not gonna lie. Like some of their styles and stuff I watch. Like we all watch each other because I could tell yeah. when I influence something that someone else on Facebook's doing. Like one of the bigger brands. Sure. You know? And and that's that's just the way that's just the way um things have have, have gone, so we are where we are. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're gonna take a break to listen to some of our sponsors. I can't wait to hear who we're sponsored by today. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like thanks for listening to our podcast, and if you want to rate it. That would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. And there's Thank many, you, many, many more. But hopefully you're listening to this on CastBox. We love CastBox. It's the best. And, um, Jenny Bly. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> 
Well, today we got a real special special brand deal. So water's all around you, but is, is it making you money? No, it's not. And that's what the our current brand uh, is trying to get you to do today. They, they look at the abundance of water as a real money-making opportunity. So what you do is you buy their kit. Um, it, it, it's water to money. And uh, you, it basically they send you, it's like $50 a month, and they send you different things that you can put water inside so that you can sell it uh, for money. So it's like a container company. Well, it's different things. Oh. So like one month you might get some, some balloons, and you can put water inside of those and sell them on the street. One, another, sell them on the street? Yeah, sell them on the street. Oh. Another month you might get cups which you can fill with water <laughs> and then you can try to sell on the street. It's a really great service and it's a monthly service. And so when you buy into it, you know you're getting something cool every month. Kind of like Loot Crate, but think of it like you get a bunch of water stuff. <laughs> so check it out, Water to Money. All right, Water to Money. That sounds like an excellent uh, thing for the, the huge void that we, they had before. It's just such a cool idea. It's it's really fun for the summer, too. All right, now we're back. <laughs> I want to thank that sponsor. Yeah, you want to thank that sponsor? Yeah, Water to Money. That was yeah. fun. Oh, yeah, that was a tight sponsor. They wrote, they wrote some really good copy. I like that one. Yeah, that was just – it's so – you never know what you needed until – until you find well, I'm out. always thinking of try, trying to think of different ways to make money, but they got it pretty much figured out for you. Oh, that's right, and it fills such a huge. It's a big niche. <laughs> yeah. The the guy from the Big Short. Uh, did y'all watch that movie? Yeah, no, of course. I haven't oh, seen it. Okay, so the, the, the you watched it with me. The one guy with the glass eye who was played by Christian yeah, Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. Uh huh. Like I um I mean in the end oh, yeah, credits. I did watch the movie. Yeah, they, they were yeah, like, yeah. He, he only invests in water now. See? Oh, the real guy? Yeah. It's coming up. Oh. Yeah, because he feels that that's going to be some kind of scarce. You know why he knows that? Because he saw Mad Max like I did. He's so <laughs> crazy knows that that's the, the scarcity thing. thing, but like where the world is like mostly water. Like, yeah, why that's can't what I'm we saying. Because we, uh, we, we, yeah, we should be able to, you know, basic. Mark, yeah. can we cut that out? Because the sponsor is going to be pretty pissed if oh, she's saying that. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a real sponsor. That's going to be pretty messed up if the sponsor <laughs> hears that shit. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought Waterworld was the the future. Like too it much is. water. It is. We gotta you gotta market and sell air or something or some land. Mark, we're cutting all that, right? <laughs> all right, cool. Thanks. Great. Shut up. Great. All right. So now I want to talk about um, now that we know like your story and stuff. Um, what like what type of when you were making these changes? Mm. Like were you? scared at all like were that you were gonna lose everything because i feel like that's like the number one yeah yeah you get you get scared but d- dude you you got to do it think of how many big youtubers that we've known like who's like who've been the, like who's been the number one youtuber yeah over time like it's really really hard unless you change the only guys i see who like kind of still doing the same thing and at the top are probably like like um sexy phil like phil defranco yeah but oh, he true. had to change his name <laughs> Yeah. Oh, from Sexy Phil, you mean? Probably, yeah. I mean, he changed it. Yeah. It's not, it's I don't not know. Sexy I Phil think no it's more. better for brands yeah, if yeah, he's yeah. not Sexy yeah, Phil. Phil. I miss the Sexy Phil brand. <laughs> Me yeah. too. I miss yeah. it. <laughs> Phil, change it back. Like change Phil, it back. No, but you, you, but I mean, like he's one of he's one of those who's been at yeah. the top consistently. You know, who's also been the top is Shane, and yeah. and but, he, but Shane's that, gone but through Shane's a lot. That's what I was about to say. He's he's a master of metamorphosis. Yeah. Like he really knows when it's time to change. I'd say that Phil has changed in a way that like it's still the same 
content that he's saying. Yeah. But the way he delivers it is has gotten much more professional and yeah. like he's built like a an, a company and an empire from it. Which I, is I really think cool. yeah, because I think he's still pretty much the same. It's just you yeah. know, maybe production value, but he says more people in the offices around him. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 But Shane's like a hundred percent different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Like in he, a good way. Yeah, yeah. He just did that piece on Jeffrey Star. I know, and I wasn't even interested in Jeffree Star before, and now I'm obsessed with Jeffree Star. Everybody is. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, do it. Like. He really has always had the power to influence the platform and, and like, people's interests. He's, like, Shane? he's mean, a yeah. genius. You talk about that guy that's a genius at fishing. Shane is a genius at trends. Yes. Yeah. Like, he knows exactly Master. what people want or need or looking uh, for. It's, uh-huh. it's so And he matured his content with... Like yeah. while he matured, right? Yeah. So it's really interesting. But he's always stayed himself, which is really cool. Extra- this yeah, just turned into like a Shane fan club podcast. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about Shane now, <laughs> featuring, yeah, he's, he's, he's featuring Sky Jones. Can you think of anyone else like that though? Who's been who's at the top stayed, of the- like stayed doing the same content? I guess beauty people, but even their their stuff, they had to change into like lifestyle. Yeah, because because the thing with beauty is this. Okay, when we begun, you had a lot of girls doing beauty, right? But yeah. they weren't truly professional. Yeah. Now you have someone like a Nikki Tutorials who's really good. So if you like an average beauty guru trying to compete with her, yeah, you, have no, yeah, you have no choice to be, oh, well, I'm, I'm lifestyle now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a beauty guru who just did brand deals yeah. and then you got to compete with this new stuff, yeah. like you're, it's, it's, you're smoked already. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's tough. I knew some beauty gurus who only uploaded brand deals. They stopped uploading anything but brand deals. Yeah. And they pissed their audience the fuck off and they all just left. And some some people get to the top and then kind of like back, like Michelle Fine kind of left a little bit. Right? Uh huh. Well, she, she became like a near billionaire and just decided she's yeah. done. Yeah, that's what happened with a lot of the maker people. Oh, yeah, like, you know? like make money and you bounce. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Most of them were like, I can't even believe I made this. If I gotta you, get out of here while I can. If you before were, somebody takes it from me. If you were making all the money in the world, if you let's say you like sold Tipsy Bartender for a billion dollars. Or billions of dollars, let's say, like just say like unlimited amount of money. What would you, what would you do? Like, what would your, what do you think you would do? Like your passion? Like leave after leaving Tipsy Bartender? Yeah. Like um probably, well I tra- I travel a lot because I've always been into traveling. Yeah. Um that's that was what, another topic that I was thinking of yeah, for you. Yeah, Cause it, yeah, cause I, I, I you was, travel a lot. I was I was a hardcore backpacker. Um, I would I would travel and learn languages like. I was in Taiwan in what in um, what <laughs> you would travel and learn languages. Yeah, that's what I told you I, when I was picking a topic for you. I was like, "Oh God, there's so there's a few topics that's that'd be really good." That's the most boring shit I've ever heard. When you get to a place, it's like I would travel and learn the math of the culture. No, I'm like, "What?" He's so into different cultures no, and would, countries. Oh, like I would, I, I would the num. Okay, I would. I mean, I'd learn the language of the friggin' resort staff so I could get more <laughs> free drinks and I, shit. I spent. I spent. That's Steve um, I studied Spanish in Guatemala. And um, I, I mean, Spanish is Spanish is fun, but I played with it a lot. So yeah. I mean, I'm not fluent right now, but I could get fluent fast because I was nearly fluent at one point. So right now, like Chinese kind of interests me a little bit. Yeah. So I would I would go to Taiwan and study Chinese. Whoa! Why wouldn't you go to China and study Chinese? China got too many rules, man. Why wouldn't you go to Taiwan True. and have fun? No, I would have fun too because I was there. I would I had fun, like yeah. you know. Okay. So um, the the thing the thing with okay. Be careful, because China kind of strict. So I have sure. to watch what I say. <laughs> the thing with China China's is strict. Okay, you know, yeah. there's no internet, there's no YouTube, Twitter, yeah. Instagram. A lot of things are blocked. Now you could get around that with with, with a, like a VPN. Okay, yeah. but they they have so much control. They, like I think Apple and Google have to block those 
apps that would allow you to get internet oh. access. So you have to find another way through a Chinese friend or something like that to get that done. So I don't necessarily live with that every day. Mm-hmm. So I would go to Taiwan and just hang out there. I'd bounce over to China periodically, you yeah. know, check stuff out. But because um, I, I was trying to learn Chinese online. Mm. There's this thing called <laughs> e-Chinese learning. And so you pay a couple dollars and you have a tutor in China. Oh. Okay. And so you actually talking to a Chinese person who's trying to teach you English. That's so I mean, try, Who's trying to teach you Chinese. Yeah, yeah. And most of I'll them pay don't. for this just to frustrate the share of them. <laughs> oh, you, you could be frustrated because most of them don't really speak English that that well. Yeah. I, I had a pretty good teacher who was solid. Uh-huh. But, um, so did you learn anything? Yeah, I was picking it up. But I mean, it, dude, it is so difficult. I would love to know if you still have a Bahamas accent in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fascinating. Like it sounds most, like most that. likely it's so like okay, let me let me let me okay, let You me, could go own China, dude. You'd be the only black guy in China who speaks Chinese. That'd be incredible. You could be in every Chinese movie. <laughs> okay, watch this. Watch this. Okay. I okay, I, I just trying to remember. Okay. Ma 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 Ma. Okay. There's four different words. What? Yeah. Holy shit. You see what I'm saying? So we can't hear it. Like, you have to train yourself to hear the difference in it that. It looks like you're just trying to find your mother. Because it's... Cause it's Ma? Okay, so, Ma? so this one goes up like a question. I'm, I'm doing these out of sequence, so you all have to bear with me. Okay. Okay, so you go... Oh, so, so imagine Ma, but going up like a question. Yeah, like, a, like bad actor reading. Right. Like Ma, like you're asking a question. Yeah. And then there's another flat one. Ma. And then there's one going down. Ma. <laughs> and then there's a loop. Ma. Okay? And four different words. And so when they sit in there talking to you, it's like, holy crap. And that's the easy part. Huh. Like, hold on. So with this class, you probably are not going to learn to write for a couple years. What word is ma? So we learn something. Um, well, the, what four words are ma? Yeah, yeah. One of them, one of them actually does mean mother, I think. I, oh, I mean, sick. Baba is father or something like that. I mean, dude, it's it hard. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're willing to actually commit. But like I said, if I'm loaded and I'm in the culture. Yeah. Who knows? I may get bored after a couple of months, but I, sure. I'd give it a try. I always like to know because, yeah. like, uh, I think that you, me, Steve, like, we're, I don't think we're the type of people that would just have billions of dollars and just, like, chill. I think yeah. that you always, we always, we get fulfillment from, like, learning yeah. and doing stuff. You probably get stuff bored, too. Like, if you only so long, like you can lay on a yacht. Listen, yeah. my, my, new, my new dream idea is we get all of our friends and we tour the country. And we tour the world, frankly, mm-hmm. and we only do like WWE style entrances, <laughs> and we we only come into like rock and music, and we like built up like smoke and like lights, like dr- costumes and shit, and we come out with girls and shit, and then we just walk all the way around the stadium, and then we and then we leave, <laughs> and, and each person comes in and does their own walkout, and we all walk out and get everyone hyped the fuck up. <laughs> And then that and that's the show. Okay, but that's one. That's the first time that'll work in. Next one will be like, no, nah, yeah. we're not paying for that. They would fucking love that show. Are you kidding me? Because that's I the best it. part of every WWE thing is the is the entrance part. Nate agrees. Mark agrees. We all agree. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, man. That's that. That would be you my. Started. That's your thing. That if you had I'm, a billion that's dollars, new, that's what you would do. That's my new like yeah dream idea. <laughs> Who do you think is gonna be the first YouTuber to hit a billion dollars? Oh, you, to hit a billion? Yeah. You, one of us will do it. I mean, let's me talking like I'm in the running. I mean, what, what's PewDiePie at? <laughs> no, but PewDiePie. No, I mean, he doesn't. He can't monetize like that. Yeah, because he gets fired from oh. all. He kinds needs like of, a. He needs to sell a loot crate or something. But what about what about Shane? It's not gonna come from. It's not gonna come from. Not from views. Right, right. 
You, well, you, no, you, have, you have like the Michelle fam, dude. Used to start she an probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Michelle Fawn is probably like even uh, even like Richard. You talk, you like you need a. Product. Oh yeah, probably Richard. Yeah, you need some kind of product to yeah, sell. That's right. Our friend Richard Ryan was Richard a Ryan, and he did a gun channel. Yeah, Black and, Rifle Coffee. Yeah, and now they killing it. An owner of Black Rifle Coffee, and yeah. Hey Ryan, yeah. if you're listening, remember I helped you to promote that video that time. I was in yeah. that video. Kick some scratch this way, but for free. So I was, I was in just there. Saying, like, I was in there too for free. I have an invoice for hundred thousand, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but because you're my boy, I can knock off fifty percent. So just give me fifty. Oh, that's, so Sky, that's when generous. You, when, wow. when you're in the bottom part of the, like, fuck, I think I need to change everything. Uh-huh. What, what's your first step? What do you do? Are you like, like, do you sit there and you actually execute, like, draw a plan for yourself? Like, this is my new business plan? Like, what do you do? Um, You just, yeah, I mean, you just sit down and think. I've been really good at rebranding myself, even the way I dress. Because yeah. remember now, I'm coming from black shoot, black shirt, black pant, dress pants, and black necktie, yeah. all black. Into camo, yeah, camo black shorts shirt and, and boots, black right? <laughs> and when I go in, like I go in, like mm-hmm. oh, I do not wear anything else. Yeah, for years at a time, yeah, branding <laughs> as a motherfucker. Yeah, yes. you know. And so this year is the first time I'm thinking of like, okay, let me, uh, let me, You're let me try changing? To, No, let me try dress like a normal human oh, for the. Not with your own whoa, merch everywhere. Huh? That'll be crazy not seeing you in your own merch and black camo. I don't think and I've ever seen you not in your own merch. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's it's. Coming like this year, I thought about starting off dressed. Do you feel like you know, it helps you become more of the personality that you st- are changing to? Yeah, because yeah. people ID me by by outfit as well. Yeah. You know, like two things people ID me by, especially from Facebook, because of the hands, is voice and the camo. You know, mm. the minute they see you, like, oh, dude, you're the guy. You know. So yes. are you saying that when it's time to do a new thing, you rebrand in a way? Yeah, I, I I rebrand. I mean, for me, that's 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 yeah. a, I change a tile. It's like how you find the character. Yeah, like I, there, there's there's some of that. You just become the next iteration. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done that. I don't know where I go next because I just got to sit down and think. And sure. I mean, like each of these changes big, takes cause, time. Yeah, because I I walked into the, like I said, I walked into the office in January, January 1st, or like January 2nd, like when everybody came back. Because I work with other people this too. this year. Yeah, you know, yeah. I have an editor that helps out. It, right, You know, right. Stefan shoots with me. And I'm like, okay guys, we're changing the show, okay? Um, we're not showing the girls anymore, or me. We're just focusing on the, the drink. And then everybody goes, dude, no, don't yeah. do it. Oh, this was last year then? Yeah, this is 2017. Last, I'm like, okay. no, nah, we're we doing it, we can see what happens. Yeah. And, and you just do it. Do you ever regret anything? You ever made a change where you regret it? Nikki's asking if you regret that decision. No, yeah. any change. In a roundabout yeah. way. I mean, I mean, there, yes and no, because like I said, when it's time to change, you have to change. Sure. Or you were, will were die. Were you ever like, I knew it was time to change, but maybe I shouldn't have changed that way. I'm not saying that maybe you changed Maybe do things less drastically all. because on day one, like we didn't go in like, okay, let's do some of the videos with girls and let's do some of the videos close mm. up. It was all in. Yeah. And maybe that could have been smoother, but I mean, when it's time, it's time because the internet moves fast. So you can't take your time. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see, you see dudes get a viral video today, right? Like you jump on YouTube and all of a sudden you go viral with something. Dude, this shit's not gonna last. Yeah, right. you know and what I mean. They keep doing the viral video I mean, forever. Just think about how many people I don't call any names who come in, get a viral video, and they're gone. Yeah, yep. 
They don't know what made it go viral. Yeah, because no. yeah. it goes it goes fast. They it's always just do the sequel to their own viral video. Yeah, there've yeah. been like so constantly. many big YouTubers. We could all name the number one guy. You remember totally. Mr. Pregnant? Y'all don't remember him? I don't remember. No, him. God no. Okay. I remember Double Rainbow guy. Okay, Double <laughs> Rainbow. Mr. Gang, Pregnant was the style. number one YouTuber at one point. Whoa. Yeah, he used to do What this. was his bit? He was pregnant guy. He was he was chubby. I've seen him. I've seen him recently. Actually, he was, he was a chubby guy with a huge stomach, and so he'd put a pot on his head. Yeah. And put in like fake teeth, uh-huh. lipstick, uh-huh. and he just and he just he had this video, big belly man, big I belly. I vaguely man. remember this, is this the guy. The shit that I want to yeah. bring up every time somebody tells me YouTube used to be so good and now it sucks. Yeah. So he was number one. <laughs> I'm like, one. are you fucking absolutely kidding me? Do you even remember anything from back then? There was another guy named Renato who was number one. Oh. Renato was like guy wearing glasses but he was like polished you know mm-hmm. um he was number one and then ray was number one i remember when ray was number one i remember ray was number Squash one, was number one twice on Higa was uh, number one for a while he, did he make it i don't think he ever got the number one times you sure no he was and like by a by a while like fred was like a little bit behind fred, yeah, fred yeah. was number one and then fred became number one Again, yeah. when people bring up how classic and great YouTube used to be, I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? Yeah, it's just, I mean. And by the way, Lucas is a nice guy, but I mean, it just yeah. goes to show, like, yeah. that's the type of content well, they that all was get huge. sick of what they're doing at number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you get, yeah, you get sick of that too. And then, but you gotta understand, like, a lot of this, a lot of the early guys, like PewDiePie is there because, I mean, like, like I said, he put out content to get him to number one. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's one of the dudes that did that. Yeah. But you remember, like, in the early days, YouTube would pick. These guys to go on the front page. Right. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember Curated. that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Everyone so, misses that. Everyone talks about how they missed the homepage. But but but, but what that did though, it was unfair because they just picked the same people. Uh-huh. They still do that. They and, still do that. And this dude would always be on the front page. So he's yeah. his views videos would always have a ton of views. When they change that algorithm, look at the channels that died. Though. Yeah. They yep. kill dudes with that. Yeah. Well, now they just insert it into people's recommended. Like, you know, when you look at your own feed, you uh-huh. have, like, people you're subscribed to and then, like, all these videos that are just recommended. Like, people yeah. that you don't even know. And they'll just, like, pick random people to go there. But I was thinking about regrets and changes because, like, I think I've, you know, I've tried to, I've changed quite a few times in my life, too. And I think every time I do it it's so scary and i feel like i'm gonna lose everything that i built and there's always that fear you know yeah and the more you have to lose the like less you the more you don't want to change right but then you know you have to change but you're scared and i just i like hearing what other people's processes are with that i just i just say you know if you if you Think about what it is that you're doing. Obviously, like you know, it's a problem. Like I, I could look at, I looked at the videos on YouTube, and I knew that the views were declining. Mm-hmm. Like we were still hitting over a hundred thousand per video and stuff like that, but not at the level that we were before. And that had a lot to do with me not being able to redirect Facebook traffic. Mm. So I'm thinking, uh, like I, I have to make a change, and you just roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know, you, you got to do that. And if you make a mistake, I mean, you try to go to your audience and apologize, and you know. And, and do it. I can tell you one of the things that I don't advise people to do. You guys might feel differently about differently about this because a lot of times I see YouTubers like asking the audience, like, hey, yes. what should I do or what yeah, do I yeah. want? Yes. And it's retarded. I, yeah, I used they to can, do that. Because they can tell you to do the same thing that you're doing right. now. Yes. You know what I mean? And But you know, you could see the numbers that yeah. they can't see. You know it's the true. analytics yeah. that you're in trouble. No, it's so true because I do a show called Thirsty Thursday, which is a bar. Yeah. My bartending uh-huh. show, but it's like it's di- way different than Tipsy Bartender. Um, but and people request it when I don't post it, but the numbers aren't there, so I know yeah. it's not like something that I should like really focus on. But then when I don't do it, people are like, 
Yeah. Were no, you, it's dumb because they don't yeah. know why. They don't know why they like what they like. It, that's not the, a fair question, even for them. Like, yeah, hey, that's true. hey, help me decide what my content is. Like, right, right. Like, and I think a lot of people too. Um, they constantly are tweaking instead of just making something. They're constantly tweaking something using the audience's feedback as like a, a crutch. And I think it, it actually keeps them from just doing the next thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, w- one of the things, um, I think one of the things I, I, I stumbled on from other YouTubers that I've met, these guys from Jump Cut, is that they believe in like surveying the audience, but you have to ask the right questions. Like, hey guys, you know, fill out this survey below. And... But you need to think of the questions that you want to ask because you'll be surprised. You could you could coming out and saying, "Hey, what you guys want?" Right. It's so too general. Yeah. yeah. You need to be very specific. Give them like you know set like multiple choice. You could have written in questions, but people typically work better with multiple choice. It shouldn't be more than three or four questions because you want like a twenty page you know because there's this this is a side. It's part. like a poll, right? Mm-hmm. Like a yeah. Like and a you, let, yeah, you let them go in and kind of and you'll be surprised. That'll give you a lot of ideas about kind of what the audience wants because you can stumble on something that you might not have thought about yeah and bring up so that's that's, that's well that's, that's why it. i like the idea of doing multiple choice where it's like you have a couple ideas yeah and then they kind of give you the idea that they're most interested because you, you can be surprised you you would you'd never think that they like this thing you yeah know, and that you weren't even thinking about doing that's very easy for you to do so interesting um relating it to people that might not be youtubers that are listening um like a lot of people I know are in a job and you probably felt this way when you were bartending and then mm-hmm. doing YouTube where they're like, they're in a job. They don't like their job. Mm-hmm. They want to do something else, but they're scared to take that leap and like make their hobby, their full time yeah, yeah. gig. How was that when you first were like, I'm going to make tipsy bartender my business. Did you have to give up? What did you sacrifice? Didn't you? Did you have to sacrifice your auditions? Your yeah, because okay, so okay. Remember now, I move and I'm passionate about acting. Yeah, I really want to act, and I and I, I mean, I was I was pretty decent. Like I was always getting callbacks and stuff. It's just my voice was really holding right. me back, and I was making a living commercially. You know, because I book a couple of nationals a year. Mm-hmm. So you get that's really good. Yeah, so I'm doing numbers. okay. Yeah. It's just that when I have huge texts to be the spokesman, boy, that's a meltdown, okay? <laughs> the dude right. behind the camera is going, holy shit, yeah. okay? <laughs> you know? But um, my, my thing is, um, hold on, where, where am I going? Because I get lost in this oh, story. Oh, yeah, you, uh, we're talking about um, leaving your job yeah, and, so, and committing full time to... So, okay, so um, I'm now doing Tipsy Bartender, and I'm bartending and acting, and it's beginning to clash. Yes. So I'm editing videos behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Every lunch break, I'm dashing up to my friend's office to continue editing. Okay, um, I'm beginning to miss auditions. Never did that in a yeah. million years. Wow, yeah. like that kind of thing. Like yeah. when I hear people skipping auditions, yeah. I'm like, holy shit! So I'm missing auditions. And then one day I was like, dude, you gotta roll the dice. This is America, because America rewards risk. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few countries. If you take the risk, yeah, you'll be successful. This is what I really wanted to drive home yeah. on this episode because I've I've been in this situation too where I was doing acting, uh-huh. stand up, waitressing, and YouTube. Yeah. And I felt and I was doing this for years, like yeah, where yeah, I me felt too, yeah. like um people that were just doing one were having success. success. But you, but I was like doing all of them, but having my foot in the door, but not really. I still had to be a waitress, and I was just so frustrated because I put everything into acting and then stand up at night, 
Um, and then YouTube, I was just getting hired to be in like an actor in people's videos. But um, but the but I the YouTubers that I knew were able to just do make whatever they wanted, and like you could. I figured if I did YouTube, I could write stuff for me to act in and it could be comedic so it incorporates yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. it incorporates acting and then i'm doing youtube and maybe i wouldn't have to waitress and when i first started that was the scariest shit ever because i was missing auditions and i had never missed auditions before yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was missed uh, giving away shifts so like my base oh, my base you, income my life. <laughs> yeah it was so scary but and then one day my waitressing job called and was like do you even want to work here like you're doing like one shift a week exactly and i was like i mean honestly no like and they were like just don't come in anymore you're fine we're um, no harsh feelings but like just don't like we're we Do don't have to go back now no no i i haven't been back since then it's so weird you should walk in like king shit but dude. That get was, a feather boa that was i think that was the push that i needed uh -huh. it's like you're standing on a cliff and you're like should i jump will there be a net and you're so scared and that was like the push and i was like i guess i'm just gonna fucking do it and i just committed and i remember not knowing where money was going to come from that month but things just started kind of happening you know yeah. i think i think that you do get supported if you're listening to this quit your job tomorrow and <laughs> and things will just start to happen <laughs> no i had a lot Feet in the door, oh, like the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Advice. it's great. Yeah, advice. yeah. Uh, be smart about it. But like, if you're on that edge, like you're on the fence, and like things could happen or it could go either way, just do it. Yeah, my 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 story is identical. Missing yeah. auditions, editing behind the bar, lunch break, dashing off to edit. Yeah, and then I started giving away shifts. Okay, and then you remember the early days of monetization. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Of, of sorry, of MCNs. Okay. Oh yes. Oh yeah. So Machinima comes along, right? Mm -hmm. And Machinima is like, "Hey guys, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna pay you, you know, a, a certain CPM for these views that you guys are getting." And they sign a bunch of us, me, all my friends. Uh, so now buskis. I have a nice chunk of change coming in each month on some really shitty views. Okay, <laughs> like really low views. What were they doing? Like ten dollars CPMs or something? I don't, uh, I don't remember what it was. Something high. But it was, well, they gave you a si signing bonus too, right? No, they didn't give me a signing bonus. Oh, my didn't. channel was. I know they offered that to some people, yeah, but not did. me. My Those channel was. Big. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they paid people a million bucks. Oh, I'm not even kidding. I, I, I ma Maker did that. I, I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get. I didn't get anything. Yeah. Hell, I wish. I wish. And full screen did that. But I was. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah. I had this guaranteed money, just yeah. a little bit of views. So I even I started giving away shifts, right? Mm -hmm. And a ton of them. I was working once every blue moon. Yeah. So I get a call from the manager, and she's like, hey, Sky, uh, what's going on? You haven't worked in the last, you know, um, two months. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I love this company, you know, because I'm working at Barney's Beanery. This is my dream job. All the bullshit <laughs> she said. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Horse shit. I'm so passionate about this company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. love working for your company yeah. for minimum wage. Yeah. So, so... I get a call again a few months later. She's like, Sky, um, do you realize that you've only worked once in like the last 16 weeks, right? Whoa. Something like that. Like, it was like three or four months. Whoa. I only worked once. And I'm like, why'd you go in? Just for the kicks? I don't know why. I'm yeah. just like, are you sure? She's like, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like making a bunch of drinks she's tonight. Like, she's, like, <laughs> she's like, I have dreams that I do that. That I go back in to just a waitress for fun. So, yeah. so this 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 GM, she she was a waitress back when I started. You know, she kind of okay. moved up pretty fast. Yeah. So we had a rapport. So she she was like, just go do what you're doing. And I'm like, okay. And so 
they, she fired me, you know? That's awesome. So I ended up doing Tipsy Bartender full time. Now yeah. here's the flip side. I get fired, like let's say January, early February. About two weeks later after I get fired, Mako losing too much money, not Mako, Machine was losing too much money. Ooh. They cancel oh all these CPM deals. So now I have no bartending job. Yeah. Okay, and the fucking money's gone. I knew you during this time too. Yeah, yeah. I and remember I'm a, you And were... I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I go in and on tipsy bartender fucking hard. And that's why you didn't want to miss an edit. Yeah, so I was, I was yeah. there. Yeah, because you sliced your fucking leg open and you were like, fuck, oh, yeah. I gotta miss this edit. You were like worried about the edit. He like, sliced his leg open with a machete. With a machete. Yeah, It was yeah. like, dude could not walk, had to be taken in an ambulance. Like, like could, did not have a leg. Yeah. And he was like, oh shit, I gotta get this yeah, edit up. Yeah, I gotta get the video up. Yeah, because I mean, so so be prepared for that, okay? Yeah. If you do quit, there's going to be some shit, but you got to just ride through it. I think that's the it. test, you know? Yeah, Are you really yeah. committed to this? Yeah, but there was no going back. My right. job was gone. Yeah, they weren't going to rehire editing me. editing in an ambulance, I think yeah. you're pretty yeah. dedicated. <laughs> they weren't going to rehire me, and after, I couldn't walk anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rough period. That's 2012. That was a rough year. Yeah. But, but things gradually evened out, you uh-huh. know? I mean, because there's ups and downs like that all the time where I'm always like one step ahead where I'm like, okay, well, if this falls through, what what do I have, you know, just in case? But I feel like if you have too many just in cases, then you're not focused on yeah. you, the, you just the main have to, thing. You just have to do it and hope for the best. Yeah. If you believe, you know, if you, you know, you got to buy into it. If you don't believe in your product, then no one else will. It's not like you're going to be like halfway That's in. That's so true. And That's everyone's going to be say. all the way so, in. So, so you have true. to go all the way in. Especially if it's your, if it's your, I remember doing cartoons and like at Maker Studios and I was like, we were running all these shows and it's like every meeting that you're in, every person that you're talking to, you're trying to stick up for your own idea because you're the only person who believes it can work. Yeah. Everyone else is trying to tell you why it can't work and showing you the math of why it doesn't work and all you could do is just be like look i i think it's going to work anyway or what mm-hmm. whatever that is whatever your idea is your creative idea or whatever you have to be the shepherd for it because everyone else doesn't get it until you show it to them is make us still going strong no i don't even think it's it still got, there man it got, it got swallowed by, by the uh, mouse disney digital is now what it i is sometimes what hear from people at maker and there's an echo to all of their emails because they're so far in the mouse's asshole <laughs> really yeah man it's crazy yeah, it's not even called maker anymore oh that's, no it's not yeah it's called disney digital Disney digital yeah, yeah. so so i know epic rap battle is done right uh oh, are they I, I, yeah no they i think they're still doing stuff but they're doing it with a maybe a different company or something no but they, i haven't seen a video from them in, i mean maybe unless they release lately because they've been gone yeah. for like a year over a year huh. oh wow yeah, I, I, I heard some news about them. And, and uh, there was videos getting thirty billion a, a, a pop. I you know, know. Yeah, man. dude. You know, like fifteen rocking. million was a bad video for them. I know. <laughs> um, so we've all, I think, have we? Uh, those of you listening that aren't YouTubers uh, or uh, entertainment people, I think you still always had thoughts like this, where you're like, I need to make a change, but. Um, but I don't. I don't know if that's. I don't. I'm worried about losing stuff. And I just think if it's really like what Steve was saying, if you really believe in it and the product, like you're the only one that's going to believe in it. And and so you have to make that happen and and take the step to making that change and just commit to it 100. Um, percent And the, we're down to final thoughts now. So uh, episode went by really fast. That was but, very fast. Um, but yeah, I you think have that final would be thoughts, my final thought would be just. 
if you feel it super deeply, like do it, like jump, make the change, and then commit. Just really commit, no matter what happens. Yeah, think it out first to make sure you believe that. You, if you, like I said, if you don't believe in your product, no one else will. You know. Yeah, you if you're easily to. swayed by haters and people telling you it's gonna fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, that's another aspect of YouTube. People will hate. The hate is real. Yeah. And some dudes <laughs> just troll you for response. You know, they can, if they can make you cry. They will. <laughs> and they should. It's only when you can read that and laugh, yeah. like I do. In the early t- days of Tipsy Bartender, want. I was such an idiot because I came up believing that you shouldn't censor, you know, because this was around, I said, early days, everyone was like, no, don't censor, there should be no censorship. Yeah. And so people would post the worst fucking comments again about me and the girls, and I'd leave them up, you know, mm. not realizing that some of these dudes needed to be blocked. I see. And I didn't learn that until years later, you know? That's true. I, I was from the same camp of no no blocking censorship. Pe- let people yeah. take them their own selves down. But then it got stalkery. Yeah. And um, I just immediately, the first sign of it now, I just block them. Yeah, like if a dude, if dude's gone off calling the girls' names and stuff, like, dude, you're gone. I've yeah. never blocked a single person ever. No? Not one time. Well, on any cool. platform. You also don't post videos ever, so. Well, hey, I never have. Hey, I posted three. I posted like four hundred videos, and I never blocked anybody. Oh, back yeah. yeah. But I'm saying recently. Oh well, right, recently. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but like now, like you know, zero tolerance for that stupid shit. What they do though now, which was pretty cool, is like when you block them, they don't know that they're blocked. Oh, so that's they still, interesting. They can post. They, their comments are just hidden from oh, everybody. Oh, because they used else. to do dummy accounts and stuff, and now they have no incentive. Yeah, so to, now they I don't see. know if yeah. they're blocked. That's interesting. So cool. My final thought is um, if you really want to do something, write it down on a piece of paper and look at it every day and don't do anything. <laughs> wow, this but sounds... look at it every day. Sounds like you just pulled a page out of a book. And know that you really want to do it and tell everyone that you really want to do it. Don't tell everyone. But don't do it. What? Just chill and work hard at your job that you're currently in and make sure you work Give your ass off. Give real advice. No, but I'm telling them, I'm giving them reverse advice because I think that that's what a lot of people do. <laughs> no, I think that's what a lot of people do. I think a lot of people go, well, someday, someday, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm tired of sounding like a freaking bumper sticker so you over do here. reverse. Son, do heroin. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. Keep your shitty job you and know, be miserable. That's what my grandpa did to my uncle yeah. when they, he caught him smoking. He, he, he took one of his helmets from the military and he bought him a cigar and he made him smoke it with a fucking helmet oh on his God, head. Oh my God, that's shit. terrible. That's and that guy never smoked anything again his whole life. That guy probably died. Yeah. <laughs> he did, he died <laughs> very young. Very, very young. All very right, well, thank you so much for being here, Sky. Thank uh, you for having uh, me, man. This is fun. Look for Sky on Tipsy Bartender. At Tipsy Bartender is all of your handles, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tipsybartender.com. Yeah, well, we which, have which, how do they follow you on, on, on Snapchat? Snapchat? I'm just kidding, it's dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> And it's, I wanted to, real quick. Dead, though. Speaking yeah. of adjusting, those cats could have sold Snapchat for three billion dollars, and they said, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> and now they're completely fucked. Well, sometimes that you do that, and then he you did learn. have a ten billion dollar valuation at one point. Yeah, though. ten billion. Yeah. yeah, they should have sold then. They should have yeah, sold really, for yeah. any of any time. Anytime well, he, you're over a billion, that's how you so, learn. That's Next also time, my he will say yes, maybe. Yeah. God, I love All this. Right. He's probably ready. He's still rich, though. Well, That's true. be sure to rate us if you're listening on Apple. It helps a lot. And uh, email us, podcast at Nikki.limo, if you have a topic you want us to talk about. Uh, and we will we'll be here next week. See you I mean, Hey, see you later. Listen to you next week. Hey, follow me on Instagram. Not see you, right? <laughs> see Green Comedy. Why didn't anyone tell me? You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.